Hey guys, it's Jonathan from Bombs Away. We're coming at you with another live show, and this time, you'll sweat blood. The podcast that brought you Miami Connection Live is returning to the stage this Halloween to take on the most unintentionally hilarious horror movie of the 80s, Death Spa. Join us on October 25th at the Frida Cinema as we have the theater's first Halloween costume party, screen the movie, and then rip on it all in one live event. Smoothie juice bars, photo opportunities, drinking games, and so much more. This movie is crazy. Possessed workout equipment, flying shower towels, and an insanely funny ending. For tickets and more information, go to thefridacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. That's thefridacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. Join us at Death Spa. It's a killer workout. Hey, guess what? What? I got no tagline. Oh, oh, that was the start. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. Right out Here the Here we are. <laughs> we take a week off. Yeah. And then just things go. You, you don't remember that you started. I don't, I don't. I did. I was like, yeah, yeah, start it off. Hey, guess what? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got no taglines. I got, I, I, I have no budget. So, you, you want to make up a tagline <laughs> that isn't the obvious one? The boogity man is going to get you. <laughs> you do believe in the boogity man. Right. Um, <laughs> I would just I say- sneezed into tissues and it's covered in boogity. <laughs> That's just a <laughs> wordplay. That's That doesn't really work at all. Mr. Boogity. Just kidding. God. <laughs> With one sneezing ghost, one pop-up book flashback, one self-playing piano, one dancing mummy, one pair of disembodied clapping gloves, one pink ghost, one green ghost, one blue ghost, one electric ghost, one Emperor Palpatine ghost, one inflatable fireplace shovel, and one force lightning electrocution? With a 7.5 on IMDb, no doubt uh. a lot of nostalgic people who have not seen this since. It's Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color Presents, 1986's Mr. Boogity. Let's drop some bombs. Here, Boogity, don't you think this, uh, this haunting business has gone far enough? Boogity! Boogity! I have a son your age. He's unusual. Is this really all that bad? You try it. I am sure that he tried. Would you like to come in more? Have a cup of coffee? Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is 
The laugh that makes you think you've got a problem in your throat. Jared Seifert. Oh, jeez. <laughs> is that the mom? Yeah, that that's laugh is always... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, is she okay? That was really good. But you also sounded like uh, the laugh from Revenge of the Nerds. That's it's one exactly I've never seen. exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I did for a while. Like I hung out with a friend that was, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then we like both adopted that laugh. And now I think we've both grown out of that laugh. Okay. <laughs> but that mom, every time she was like, <laughs> and yeah. I thought something was wrong with the, like, I thought she swallowed a joke toy and it has just been in her throat <laughs> oh, since. Oh, a squeak toy? Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's, a, I like her. Okay. In the movie. But, um, I like. I like the daughter. She's oh, sensible. Okay, so we'll we'll get into the entire cast of characters mm-hmm. uh, in a second. Uh, first, I I just I just wanted to start off. I know people heard the commercial, but if you're hearing this, this week is Death Spa. So if you're in the Southern California area and you have nothing to do, or no that 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 sounds like it's <laughs> like oh you got you, you should. You, you you got nothing to do, then you should come. No, you should come because this is going to be Sounds amazing. Sounds like me on a Friday night. <laughs> I know, <laughs> got right? Nothing to do, so I just it's going to be wild. <laughs> it, I mean, it's it's the movie Death Spa from 1989, which is absolutely probably like I guarantee uh, they were trying to be scary on purpose, and it failed horribly. Oh, good. And it's hilarious because of that. Uh, exploding heads, exploding hands, like just insane things. Uh, there's a, a frozen barracuda that comes to life and flies off a shelf and oh. kills somebody. Like, I don't care if it's spoiler alert. It's 30 years old, guys, Like, and, and it still does not disappoint if I tell you that. Like, you, you still don't know what you're in store for. Okay. Do we ever on this podcast though? No. Okay. So. So. Just come on out. Have a great time with us. It's the movie. It's us live. Uh, if you were at the Miami Connection show, you know how much fun this was. And we have an entire Halloween costume party set up in the lobby that will then carry over into the theater. Uh, please join us. Tickets are fifteen dollars, uh, but you get so much for that fifteen, uh, including we're upping the ante, and uh, we've got two photo locations, and we have an entire alcoholic slushy bar that we have come uh, and created, and it, it has black vodka lemonade slushy, like it's, it's it's delicious. So all these things for fifteen dollars at the Frida Cinema, October twenty fifth. Death Spa, please join us. Tickets are still available at thefreedacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. All right? Great. Great. Moving on. Okay. What? The Wonderful World of Disney. Of color. Color. <laughs> By Walt Disney. Yes. Or he, well, he wasn't even around for this show. Oh, no. Uh, because I don't think this would have happened. Yeah. Well, wait again. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. Could like, have. You know, okay, so he liked the spooky, but true. it had to be good for the whole family. I don't know if he would have liked the like the cheap gags. Yeah. Because he wanted it to be special and different and to make people be like, whoa, that's new. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the lightning was new at that time, it probably been a 
cool effect, I guess. But, but it wasn't yeah. because... Instead, this movie quality was so poor that it looked like their eyes were constantly blown out pupils. <laughs> it was so scary. That was the scariest part. It was well, the... like, they all did too much blow. <laughs> well, the lightning is... Uh... I know we're jumping ahead, but anybody who's seen this movie just knows that Mr. Boogity himself, by the end, is just an Emperor Palpatine ripoff from yeah, the end is. of Return of the Jedi, down to the lightning effects coming out of his fingers. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Ugh, stupid, stupid. Yeah, Skywalker. So uh, it's, it's what? what do we, where do we start? Um, What's the first scene? <laughs> well, the first scene is there is a, like, bread van that is... Um, is also pulling behind it. it. It's a bread van that's painted with a Volkswagen Beetle on the side of it and on the back of it, like the back end. It looks like a 3D representation of a Volkswagen Beetle from all angles, right, if you looked at it, right? And it's got comical faces coming out of the windows of it. But then the bread van is also pulling behind it a actual red Volkswagen Beetle. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like... Uh, extremely yeah. confused, okay? Because what we have here is the Davis family. The Davis family is moving into a New England town, uh, a fictional New England town called Lucifer Falls, and they don't you do you hate that trope in scary movies? What? Where it's like this town is called Bloodbaths, <laughs> and you're like, hmm, Satan's anything bad ever happened here? Yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. Death in three days. Like what? Possession huh? palace. Yeah. Like what? Huh? <laughs> and people go. People actually yeah. live there. Oh, it's a cute little town. It's really quiet. Nothing has happened <laughs> since 1855 when this one guy murdered everyone. But he said a curse. It didn't actually take effect yet. Yeah. Like what? Yet? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. He said a hundred years. It's only been 98. Yeah. Right. You're like shit. God. <laughs> why do people live in these places? Uh, Satan's seaside. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah, Lucifer falls. Like, did he ever get back up? <laughs> bah, 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 bah. These are the jokes, people. Uh, well, they're about as good as yeah, what's in That's, this movie. It really is. So. Um, I've never hated a family more. They're they're all well, the boys are redeemable. But they are trying to be their father so hard that you hate them. If I was a child in that family, I would have been like, you have 10 seconds to not make a joke. Right? (laughs) I would have snapped. We're going to play the goddamn quiet game. (laughs) Don't hear me, a fucking flower. (laughs) Don't make me look at something. It's going to shoot water in my face. Why does all... Okay, so... Hold, hold, hold. So the family comes to this house. The family is... uh, they're not the owners, but they are now trying to establish a new uh, store within a franchise called Gag City. Yeah. It's like Halloween Club here in yeah. California, right? Where Halloween Club is a 24, not 24, but a 365 uh, Halloween store that we have here in Southern California. Yeah. Uh, but it's real, real shady. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's just like... Uh, everything is always like 50% off mm-hmm. and there's just like junk all over the place and gags and gimmicks and I don't know. There's a lot of stuff you can find there, but it feels like that, right? It's like Gag City is this really shitty place in which you can continually keep getting like, I don't know, fake vomit, uh, rubber eggs, eggs that also shoot water out of them. Pretty much anything you want, 
that can shoot water out of it. And yet the saddest thing is this family never even used a whoopee cushion. That's true. Well, fart jokes, no. That's not acceptable on the wonderful world of color. Uh, they did it in Lion King. It was the first animated movie that featured a fart. Aw. <laughs> and it I was mean, great. I mean, no worries, guys. No worries. Hakuna Matata? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, that's what this family basically is coming to Lucifer Falls for. They're establishing their own store within the franchise. A gag store. Yeah, called Gag and it's like City. In a like quiet little New England town where it's like no one here. Like, it's just Main Street USA. In a mall. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Literally any store that shut down. You know, just like a spirit yeah. Halloween store just pops Go up. Go take over that, lightly <laughs> cover all their weird art with posters, and yeah. then put your weird banner over, like, the letters that you can still see outlined because of rain. Yeah. <laughs> like, set up a bunch of black, like, uh, grid racks, uh, and then uh, duvetine <laughs> over the backs of those, uh, instead of use the actual walls that were yeah. established. Put up um, some pipe and almost, bass for the back of your store. Almost as if, like, Spirit Halloween stores didn't actually buy the whole store. I know. They only rented half of it. Well, it's like they only rented the actual store floor. They didn't rent the storage in the back. Yeah. So they put up that <laughs> curtains. It's like, what? That's extra. That is... Well, that's how it is. Um, there's uh, a Sears that closed down down the street from me, and it's the exact same thing. They rented the top floor, but only the top half floor. So there's still a floor and a half of just emptiness that I'm like, somebody do something. Yeah. Right? Jesus. <laughs> but, Jesus. um yeah, that's that's how I can imagine this would go down too. Like, yeah. how many shelves can Gag City fill? Yeah, you know. But then again, that Halloween club on the five is huge, so it's decently sized. It's like warehouse sized. It has yeah. like at least twenty aisles. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it does have a back area. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, so yeah, this family moves in, and immediately they're like, "What the heck, Dad?" Right. So <laughs> the dad is played by uh, Richard Mazer, who. Um, is most famously from like the thing. He was like the dog wrangler in that, and uh, he was also in Risky Business. He was the guy who interviewed Tom Cruise while he was having the prostitute party. Hmm. And uh, My Girl, remember My Girl with Dan Aykroyd and Jamie Lee Curtis? No, Macaulay Culkin. Oh yeah, alert, say Macaulay things. Culkin and bees. That's yeah, what yeah. everyone knows about yeah, My Girl. Right. No one knows well, Dan Aykroyd's like, in it. He was like Uncle Phil. He was like either the hearse driver or like something within the mortuary. Mm. And then uh, he was the dad in License to Drive. So that's a picture of uh, Richard Mazur. Uh, then you have Mimi Kennedy. Uh, uh, well, Richard Mazur is the dad. He's playing Carlton. Right. I just want to get these names right because they're all weird except for the daughter. Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Mimi Kennedy, who's playing Eloise, right? That's the mom. Now, Christy Swanson from Dude, Where's My Car? Christy Boner. Yeah. Um, uh, she was Buffy in Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Mm -hmm. uh, she was the mannequin in Mannequin 2 on the move. Uh-oh. We'll do that eventually. Yes. And uh, she was also in Ferris Bueller in one scene, in the Bueller scene, where she explains uh, what happened to Ferris. Oh, is that the person that's like, I heard from so-and-so yeah, that yeah. so-and-so said this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Christy Swanson. Gag. Like, Oh, and the chase. Remember the chase where um, Charlie Sheen steals, like, kidnaps her and steals her BMW, and then they're, like, driving down uh, towards the border uh, they're basically driving down the five the whole time 
and they're being chased, it's the chase. Like you don't remember that. the chase? No. And Red Hot Chili Peppers are in one scene as trying to be vigilantes. Nope. And, yeah. Not on my oh, radar. That's a great. That's a great movie. And then they fall in love while they're on the drive. Oh. Spoiler. But um, wouldn't expect that to happen from I the know, movie, right? Well, he's innocent. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, because he held up her and like he put a what she thought was a gun to his back, but it's actually a candy bar, and that's how oh. it all starts off, right? Um, either way, that's, well, we're not talking about that movie. We're not talking about the chase, even though I love the chase. But uh, that's Christy Swanson. She plays Jennifer Davis, the daughter, and then David Faustino, who is most famously Bud from Married with Children, and then uh, Joshua Joshua Rudoy. He plays the youngest uh, son, Ari. Uh, uh, David Faustino is Corwin. Yeah, and Joshua is Ari, and he. Other than this, what I know him from, he's the son in Harry and the Hendersons, mm-hmm. and then the Vengeful Ghost in the original Flatliners. Oh. Yeah. So that's your family, okay? Carlton, the dad, Eloise, the mom, Jennifer, the oldest daughter, Corwin, the middle son, and then Ari, the uh, youngest. It's literally right? just going to be mom, dad, youngest son, middle Probably, son, but I Jennifer. Might... In my notes, I referred to them at yeah. her name sometimes, depending on what was going on. We'll see on. if we get so, it. So we got that, right? So they show up, and they immediately show up at a a house that seems to always, if it's nighttime out, it's also always covered in lightning and thunder. Yeah. Like, just, it's just... Naturally. L- Lucifer Falls is lightning and thunder, just naturally, ever, all night. Like, they don't even get a... Like affected or phased by it, yeah. Ever, nobody's just like, oh shit. Be great to fall asleep like, to that, right? That one, oh, that one was close. Yeah, you know, like none of that, nothing. They just okay. Here we are. Sweet, cool, right? You got this like moaning soundtrack throughout the whole movie that just like seems to be played on a theremin, just like, <laughs> and then they just walk up and he's like, "Isn't it great? Yeah." Like, so oblivious, like, every white family in every horror movie ever. Like, right. I got it super cheap. It's so cool. We just got to dust it. Yeah. Well, he he is. The The other four of them are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Yeah. And he's like, eh? Yeah, it's great. Right? He is so annoying. Oh, he's the worst thing in the Both entire movies. world. Both movies. Like, extremely annoying. Completely, for some reason, that's never really explained. Like, in full denial, even when he sees things with his own eyes yeah right and then is just absolutely annoying and kind of an asshole to his whole family oh yeah like the whole time even when they're like dad can you be serious and he's like what 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 right? it's like well you're making a joke every second of every single day and like if and then has a catchphrase just kidding just kidding just kidding <laughs> like i literally if i was a child in that family i would not have made it past seven i would have killed myself or one of them <laughs> i wouldn't have cared i would have been like you know what he asked for it yeah but the okay so both sons are emulating and they look up to their father because they're all wearing what is there to look up to i don't know but they all kind of want to be jokesters pranksters and they're all wearing the same gag city jackets that their dad wears Ugh. right um, which is just a tan, like, members-only jacket yeah. with Gag City on the back of it uh, as our logo. So they come in, and they're fishing around for a light switch, and Eloise is like, I think I found it. And I'm like, uh, when's the last time you held a lamp? Because it's clearly a skull. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's, it, it's I think a, I found it, and it's just the skull. It's just a skull, right? <laughs> I mean, she's she, got some messed up lamp. It has it. It has it has a cord running out of it. So she, I guess, traced the cord back is the joke. Uh, yeah. But then, like, picked it up. But you don't see that at all. So it's just like it I looks saw like, the cord coming out, right? Because well, we, I mean, like, you don't see her audience, trace the cord, right? We as an audience just, can see the skull before she lights the match, right? But also, it's just like, who? I mean, this that sounded weird. I was gonna say, who hasn't held a skull before? <laughs> but true though, it's pretty right? normal. Like, yeah. I mean, you at least have seen a skull, probably held a fake skull. Like, yeah. You know, especially in Gag City, they get they probably have a skull. Oh yeah. Right. And she's like, they light a match, and then she screams, and then boom. There's Mr. Weatherspoon, the realtor. That is also like what Dracula is weird. <laughs> he's just, he's just. It's John. It's John Aston from uh, who was the original Gomez Adams in the mm-hmm. Adams Family show, right? Has just showed up to do like a supporting role in this nonsense film, right? Uh, he's in the shadows in a top hat. And like a cape, but it's got like a pop-up collar, so it's like just like Dracula, like yeah. you said, right? And he's just waiting for them in the shadows. He's doing something. I don't. What I don't understand is okay. So probably master. He's the. Let's <laughs> be real. He's like, oh, they're here. Put my dick away, right? But then immediately, like, goes to Jennifer and goes. Like, first things out of his mouth, I have a son your age. He's unusual. And then turns on, spins the nose of the skull and turns on every light in the house. I know. But also, (laughs) scratch the thing about the son because you'll never meet that child. (laughs) Not even in the sequel. I think he's insane. And I think Mr. Witherspoon, I think his whole deal is... Like if I if I had to figure it out, I think because he immediately is like, "I'm warning you, you should get out." I'm like, "Aren't you the realtor?" And I was like, "Why don't you just sell him a different house, <laughs> dipshit?" Well, he only had this one. Yeah. You know? And I think his deal is he sells it to you, then immediately warns you so that you get out and he can flip the house. It's a pretty bad realtor. <laughs> I mean, like it's a good or plan, real but good, also like, right? I feel like they should know that before they sign the paperwork because. He just goes, this is haunted. Get out. Get out where you can. And then just goes, boogity, boogity, boo, and then leaves. <laughs> and in which then, okay. and like, in which Carlton is like, all right, bye. <laughs> like, nobody really addresses things as yeah. they should. They're like, that weather spoon. You're like, no. What? Yeah. So they all kind of explore the house on their own. The boys hear sneezing coming from, like, the basement. Um, Who hasn't? Yeah, right? It's just a dusty old house. Yeah. And then Jennifer goes upstairs to kind of scout out what her room would be, and she sees, like, a glowy green light. Yeah. No, she hears the sneezing upstairs. Yeah. The boys – oh, the boys are down in the basement. Oh, they meet the ghost boy, Jonathan. They don't meet him yet. Yeah, but oh, but like his they bear have a disappears. teddy bear, yeah. and they put it in this rocking chair, and then they turn around, and the dad's the first like, movie Let's Jonathan go. I also didn't like. The second movie Jonathan is better. 
Yeah, because he's there for 30 seconds. Yeah, but in the first one, he has this obnoxious speech impediment where he's like, Mr. Boogity would feel we bad to us. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> you shouldn't have that. Sounds like you're doing an impression of someone we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, we'll get, to, we'll get to Jonathan the ghost. We'll get to Maid Marion the ghost. What's a stupid name? And... Um, this whole thing is a stupid movie. I'm oh, so yeah. uncomfortable in this chair today. Oh, sorry. So... Um, <laughs> Recording studio secrets. I sit in a terrible chair. <laughs> and then I just the the movie moves on, right? Movie. It's forty five minutes, guys. We're probably gonna yeah. take longer than the movie did. Well, yeah, we're at twenty. Okay, three. So I just the next morning, um, Jennifer is kind of like I heard sneezing and stuff, and like, and nobody's paying attention to her because. Yeah. And I wrote here. Uh, as this as this whole thing plays out, because they're like trying to get Jennifer to eat rubber eggs, and then there's like other jokes. There's like a string attached to a toaster that somehow played exactly into a story that Carlton never knew that Jennifer was going to tell about a haunting. Yeah, like he already had set up a string attached to a toaster so that when she's like, "I swear it is haunted," he's like, "I swear this house is not haunted." Cue string pull to toaster, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" Uh. Like. He has gags set up yeah. in preparation for things he doesn't even know where it's going to happen, right? And and this is where I just I just wrote down, I hate Gag City. Oh, I hate it. I would never <laughs> – have you – okay. Do you watch Hulu? Do you have Hulu? No, I don't. Okay. Anywho, hold on. I'm playing, I'm playing Chapstick. My lips are a little dry. Anywho. It's a real behind the scenes <laughs> yeah. today, folks. I know. Behind the Microphone, the new podcast starring Jared Seifert interviewing other podcasts. You sound like NPR. What they do behind their <laughs> microphones. I know. It's my NPR voice. Um, but I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I said I hate so, Gag City. Oh, okay. So there's a commercial. It's like Bob's Furniture. And the commercial for it is this is like- it like a local commercial? It, I don't know. But like I tweeted about it and someone else on the other side of the planet was like, I'm never going there either. Because the like the guy, it's like a creepy doll, like the puppet master dolls. Is like what this guy looks like, and he's like, "Come down to Bob's Furniture, and you could get some furniture." And it looks so creepy that I was like, "I'm never going there. I am never going to go oh to that." Oh my god, I know what you're talking about. Yes, not not that commercial, but that feeling, right? Because there's um, I hate it so much that I'm never going to that store. It's a commercial. I know. Sorry, everybody else, not in California. There, yeah. It's a local commercial uh, on the radio. That's like, oh, "You're killing me, Larry." Oh, I hate that man. <laughs> Yeah. I'm never going to Larry's stores. Yeah, whatever. I don't even know what they sell because I'm just so overly annoyed by God. the whole thing. Being like, <laughs> I can't believe you're doing this to the savings. You're killing me, Larry. Like, I it's just, awful. I but I feel like someone. this is the, in the same level yeah. as whatever this gang city is. That's okay. I feel like everyone in that family is that obnoxious commercial except yeah. for Jennifer. And poor Jennifer's just like, no, I'm trying to tell you it's haunted. And they're like, rubber vomit? No, I'm trying to tell you it's haunted. Do you right? want an egg? But, oh. but also, Carlton, that's what I mean about, like, and we'll get into, like, there's going to be multiple examples as we go through here of he's just an asshole who makes fun of his own family. Oh, yeah. Continuously, right? Because now um, it's nighttime. And Jennifer... We immediately skipped from breakfast back to nighttime. Right. Like, 
And Jennifer hears something, goes out in the hall, investigates the glowing door down at the end of the hallway, opens it up. There's a big flash of a green light, but we're seeing it from her, you know, like her face. So we don't see what she saw. And then immediately it fades to like Eloise in her face, like doing a Wizard of Oz joke. There's a lot in both of these films Wizard of Oz references. As yeah. if they're like, uh, I, it's not really public domain, but yeah, sure, yeah. cool. You know what this we have movie, a good relationship with yeah. MGM. You know what this movie reminded me of? What? Like the really, really shitty first take of Beetlejuice. <laughs> or someone that overheard the idea of Beetlejuice and was like, I could make it better See, and steal it first. That's And funny. then they tried and they were like, you know, we're not Tim. <laughs> right? We are well, not Tim. Uh, Beetlejuice was before this. Was right? it? Or same year. I thought it was like same or after. Because wasn't this 87? This was 86. 86. Uh-huh. Wasn't Beetlejuice 89? We were talking about this the other day at work. Me and no, it's definitely not as late as 80. It's 88. It's the, 88. This is okay. the 30th right now. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So actually, Boogity came before both Beetlejuices. So yeah. in like... And and I was gonna say it's a Beetlejuice ripoff uh, in the second movie when they do the whole door thing. We'll oh get yeah. To. Uh, but it seems like maybe Beetlejuice took maybe Tim Burton was watching the Wonderful World of and Color. And he was like, "This night. is shit. I can do it so much better." <laughs> I was like, "It's so good." Oh, now I want to watch that. Okay. Um. Anyway, back to the bad movie. Back. <laughs> Do this for too long. We haven't had a good Beetlejuice reference in a while. Um. Yeah. Uh. Hair down to his goddamn shoulders. <laughs> I was like, "What's one we haven't ever said before?" Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So she see the mom starts trying to wake her up. Um. With and, her Wizard of Oz reference. Yeah. And she's like, no, I swear he was in there. So then they go and they look in the room and there's green like footprints going up the wall for some reason. Yeah. So anybody who has ever seen like the like the blood Klingons, like they're like jelly kind yeah. of blood Klingons that you go buy for your window on Halloween or something. Not the flat ones, Klingons, but the, you know, they, yeah. they'd be a squishy or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what these are, but they're like green, like... Complete shoe prints. Well, they're not shoe prints. They're the shape of a shoe print. Like what you would see on the ground where it's like, follow this path. And it's right. just like the outline of what would be a shoe, but filled in completely. Right. Yeah. And then, because so you, the would, dad... you would have a heel, especially yeah. with a pilgrim's t- uh, Right. Shoe. That would be looking like a high heel. Right. But so the dad's like, oh my God, these are hilarious. And for some Once reason, again, starts making fun of his sticking them on himself. Yeah. And he's like, we could sell these at the store. And it's like, you don't know what they're made of. Right. You don't know how they got there. How and are it, you going to sell them? Are you going to sell all five of them? How much are you going to sell them for each? Once yeah. they're done, what are you going to do? Yeah. Huh? When 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 you get this this actually analyzed and they're like, uh, sir, it's um seems to be made of ectoplasm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could sell that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right? Can't you guys make? Can't right? you guys make ectoplasm? Uh, uh, look like the boogity man. I'm an asshole. I hate this man. He is because that's what he does. Yeah. He takes it off the wall, sticks it all onto me, all onto all onto him, and then is like, "Oh no! Looks like the boogity man walked all over uh, me." And the daughter's like, "Dad, fuck you." <laughs> 
Like, I'm surprised Jennifer didn't do that thing. Oh God, I can't one wait of, to like, get into better movies. Yeah, one of the very few episodes. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to not return for the sequel. <laughs> can't wait to drop out so someone can take my place. But, like, one of the better episodes of The Simpsons that, like, because mm-hmm. I didn't watch a lot, but I remember, like, a handful of, like, the good ones. I remember the uh, anything from Conan O'Brien era I can remember because that's all I watched. Do you remember it. when Bart, like, emancipated himself from Homer or whatever? No. Like he got Homer to sign uh sign a document saying that he like no longer had legal guardianship. Okay. So he like became his own person. And I was like, Jennifer's gonna do that in five seconds. She's going to run away and be right. like, you know what? Sign the papers. I'm calling uh child services. Okay, but also why is Boogity um the ghost, right? Why is Boogity uh metaphysical metaphysicalizing you know like manifesting yeah thank you yeah you're right Uh, why is he manifesting and then just walking sideways up walls it didn't did he even walk sideways in the movie or was it just that his footprints were there his footprints were there then why even do it is he like he's got like shoes on his hands and he's like oh this is gonna be a good trip got him (laughs) <laughs> right is or is he beetle juicing it i don't know <laughs> right like like first he's just showing like evidence like that because like then after that um uh the two boys uh are it's the next morning and they're in the kitchen and that's when that same toaster that was a gag before just immediately like overheats and then the faucet goes off and then the cabinets are rattling and the teapot on the kettle and then there's just a laugh like <laughs> and i'm like oh shit he's he because he does want them out of their house yeah so he's like beetlejuice gagging it at yeah. first right toy your faces right off huh <laughs> parlor tricks throw your, fool your friends throw your voice <laughs> you're right right uh. um so then uh, the three children go to the historical society, where John Aston is there. Yeah, just passed out on the Working. counter. Yeah, right. And then they go, Mister Witherspoon, what are you doing here? And he goes, What am I doing here? What am I? So he's doing an alcoholic. Here? He's t- <laughs> he's a drunk. Okay, right. I don't think because he goes, Oh, I work here, right. I don't think he does. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Um, yeah. So then the kids are like, can you tell us about the history of the house? And he has a pop-up book dedicated solely to that house. Oh, no, no, no. He has a or, pop-up book dedicated to the myth of Boogity. Oh, yeah. That's the right. legend of Boogity. Yeah. But who made this pop-up? The town? Probably him. Knowing him, he probably got drunk and made it and then woke up one night and was like, didn't know I could make pop-up books. (laughs) My son's creepy. I don't have a son. He's unusual. He made this pop-up book. I am my son. (laughs) That's what it is. He's just got split personality. I don't... Yeah, there's a pop-up book in the historical society... Are, are all the historical societies like know. actual rec, uh, records pop-up books? <laughs> so this is also like you could probably tell the story of Boogity in all of like 10 seconds 
Yeah. But the scene takes it for so long. So it's like, Boogity liked a girl and was horny, but the girl didn't like him. But she already had a kid, so she was probably a whore for that time. And then he basically kidnapped the son, killed the son, and killed the mom, and then died himself or something. Okay, so... <laughs> like, I mean, that's, that's it. <laughs> like, if you haven't seen the movie, that's the ghost story behind it. Yeah, okay, yeah. So he's a... Uh, oh, and he was a jerk. Okay, so yeah. He, he was just a bad guy. So Boogity... Is his original name was William Hanover, and he's basically an asshole creeper who just ran around town shouting boogity at people. Yeah, like <laughs> just every everywhere. Like he would just he run would, up to yeah. kids. Were like dancing in a circle around a tree, which apparently you do. Well, like, back then you didn't really have any free time, like but, anything to do. Yeah, they but, didn't have Ataris yet. Okay, if you were a child back in Pilgrim time, oh, I'd have a stick and hoop. You can bet on it. Stick and hoop. But would you be dancing around a tree? Hey, if it like was in an a exciting tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it was an old oak tree that we're <laughs> trying to like bring forth the devil. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd possess uh, a tree. So I don't. Okay. So he would just run up to groups of children and be like, boogity. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, so that guy needs to go. Yeah. <laughs> as, as a town. But, and that's the thing. All the townspeople, and, and this is in the flashback too. Uh, because like all the scenery is still like the pop ups, like the trees are still yeah. pop up book, but all the hu- people, the actors are are just human, yeah, human actors, right? And there's a scene where basically everybody's like, "Fuck that dude," right? And Marion, I love it. I love May Marion. She's just like, "But he trieth, he trieth so yeah. hard," and I just they keep adding f. To anything to make it seem old timey. The only kind of funny part about it, <laughs> he trieth, so with hardeth. <laughs> right. But like he wh- creepeth, he creepeth to the and nth like, degree. It's the stupidest part about it too, is that like she actually probably could have ended up with him if he just was like, okay, you know what, I have he been a jerk. Can we just like talk? And then instead, he kidnapped the kid, okay, and then everyone but, died. But there's there's a, one extra step that you're missing that's extremely important. But oh, then he made also a deal with the devil sense, for some reason. Right? So he basically was like, yo, Marion, marry me, right? And she was like, no, right? So he, even though she was the only one on his side, right? It's like, ugh, Miriam, just like settle. You already have a kid <laughs> and clearly don't have a husband. Where's Scarlet your Scarlet Hall. letter? Okay, great, cool. We're both on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Get that A on there. Where is it, Miriam? I would liketh yeah. to marrieth the whore Marion. Uh, Hester already took my letter, though. It's a deep <laughs> literary reference. Just kidding. We've been talking about that book for a while. Um, uh, yeah, so in order, when she turns him down, he immediately is like sells his soul to the devil, and the devil gives him a cloak. A magic cape. A magic cape. Uh, like Basically, it's just a black sequin cape. That's how Harry Potter got his cloak. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Um, and apparently, that's going to give him the powers that he needs to succeed in this venture. But instead of that... What is his venture? His venture is to marry Marion. You don't... <sighs> magic right? and love don't mix, people. No. Never does. No. It doesn't work out that way. I saw Aladdin. That's one of the three wishes. Yeah. You can't make anybody fall in love. One right? of the three wishes you can. There's <laughs> um, one of the three wish rules, you know. There's um, more rules than three. Uh, it, yeah. Thought. No, there's three. Can't bring people back from the uh-huh. dead. Can't make people fall in love. Can't wish for more wishes. That's it. Oh, thought there were more. Yeah. Okay. That's all I remember. I yeah. remember, you know, I'm going off of Disney. Like, I'm going off of Rob yeah. Williams' quotes here. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, so... 
he gets the cloak, and then in the story, apparently immediately just resorts to, like, what he didn't, like, he could have done while still illegal, could have just done without the need to sell his soul. Yeah. He He doesn't use the cloak. He kidnaps Jonathan, holds him for ransom, and is like, you're gonna marry me tonight, or you'll never see your son again, right? And meanwhile, I'm like, there's a pretty small town. Also, like... Why don't they just send a lynch mob to the house and be like, pitchforks and, and yeah. Freddy Krueger, that son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Which he winds up looking like for the rest of the like his eternity anyway. Old hamburger face. <laughs> and, and then when she's still like, nah, he's like, all right, let me cast my first spell with this cloak, right? So I'm like... Your priorities are all yeah. out of whack. It's like he doesn't really see straight at all about anything. I on, I think well, Mr. Boogity was sexually got, confused. He's got he green thought, spots yeah. in his eyes. He one. thought that he wanted women, and he was like, uh, well, the one woman I like kind of just doesn't like me, so I got to kidnap her child and then murder her. It kind of reminds <laughs> me of, God, what was that stupid movie I watched? There's a really bad plot to something where it was like, to make them like me, I'll do something bad. I don't know. I'll remember it yeah. soon. Uh, and then when he tries to use, uh, and this is where it like jumps back to John Austin, like telling the story to the kids. And he's like, and he tried to use his cloak and they're like, what happens? And he goes, um, uh, he blew up <laughs> as if like he was actually making this whole story up. Yeah. And he just like, didn't have a finale. He was like, um, uh, and then he, then he died. And that was it. And then, then they all died. Yeah, and because this is a made-for-television movie, like, it kind of pauses on the kids, like, dun-dun-dun, and then we go over commercial break, and then we're back, right? The kids are back, they know the story of Boogity, they're trying to warn Mom and Dad, and Mom and Dad are both, like, not listening, they don't give a shit, like, he's like, oh, I'll I'll listen to your story in a second, but can you, like, uh, turn on the shop back? And who would buy a shop back with, like, a pop-up clown that comes out of it, but also, like shoots styrofoam balls. I don't understand, right? And this is the longest thing where it's like no one's laughing and he still doesn't get it. Yeah. Like so it pops up and they're like cool dad. So anyway, and he's like, "Wait." And he like is slowly shooting ping pong balls at everyone and it's like a full it felt like a full minute of him shooting ping pongs. Everything feels like And they're forever. all just like, "Okay, but" and then it's like another ball hits him in the face and they're like, "Dad, are you listening?" and you just hear "foom." Foom. And it's like, oh. Yeah. And the mom's just doing that stupid laugh. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> right? They pull a mummy out, like a fully mummy dummy that they have, and also like kind of monster hands. Oh, that's right. Because they walked oh, yeah. in, and Carlton is dressed as a white gorilla in a Joseph and the Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> And, and he's like, look at me, gorilla. I'm boogity. Yeah. And it's like, right out the bat, you're still an asshole to your daughter, yeah. like mocking what she says she saw. Like, how about just not talk about it if you don't believe it? Yeah. Like, leave her alone, right? Poor girl. And also, like, she told you what he looks like. It was not a gorilla. Yeah. Bad joke. <laughs> so. This is not a great follow through. So now they've basically pulled all the props out that Mr. Boogity will need for this next scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because. Uh, he's like, I swear there's no such thing as ghosts or something like that, yeah. right? And then, like, piano starts playing. Like, it's at the attic in the Haunted Mansion. The like, mummy starts dancing. The mummy has a whole jig. 
um, hands are clapping. Those those hands, those gorilla hands he was wearing, are just floating in the midair, clapping, and and then I don't know, it just stops. Like everything drops. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, that's it. We're out of here, right?" And the dad, I guess, because he's got like. I don't know. He's got. He's gonna lose money on the house. Yeah, he got a great or deal. Or he's got a dream on the gag city situation. Whatever. I don't know. He is trying so hard to negotiate. Like he clearly has seen something now, right? Yeah. But it's still in like mini denial. I don't understand what's going on with his like psyche here. Yeah. Right. But then he just witnessed hauntings in the living room, and his idea to them when they're like, "I don't want to spend another night here," is like. Let's camp out in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's stupid. There's, all of them make completely illogical decisions throughout this whole process. Like, I understand it's a family movie. It's a kid's movie. But, like, you still have to have a baseline of logic. Yeah. And nobody really does. Um, I mean, when faced... We understand that in a horror movie, when faced with, like, some sort of, you know, evil or something like that, it's usually a situation of nobody else sees it coming except for the one person that, like, cries wolf, like, everybody thinks they're crying wolf, right? Until the climax and shit goes down, right? Or, in the case of, like, Poltergeist, they all saw it, and they're all in it because they need to go rescue the one girl that is trapped in the house, you know? There's nothing at stake here other than... We go back to our normal lives outside of Lucifer Falls, yeah. you know, or get a different house that isn't lightning and thundering outside with the lightning machine. <laughs> Turn that goddamn machine God, off. It makes me you know? so mad. <laughs> oh, and the low lying fog that's outside at all times. Yeah. Which I've never seen in any house haunted or not. But um, so now let's up the ante of asshole dad again because now we're here and they're like the scene switched over to their camping out with sleeping bags in front of the fireplace. And he starts telling ghost stories. I know. I was like, Hey, uh, so it just got spooky, but now you're trying to spook it up again. What is wrong with you? You have young children. They are not going to sleep tonight. Then you're not going to sleep. And then tomorrow morning you're going to be like, Oh man, now I can't squirt this egg at you. <laughs> right? It ruined everything. I had like I five gags planned for tomorrow. He blames it on the boogity. kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, because that's also what it seems like, and this is where I got confused too. Because um, uh, in it's not as clear in this one. I know I'm jumping ahead to the other the sequel, but it's not clear. He he mentions in the beginning like starting their own franchise here, right? But it to me, I always thought that he like as a kid, at least when I watched this, I thought that gag city was his company and he was actually creating all these gags and trying them out on his kids. Yeah. Cause that's what it seems. It like. seems like he's the inventor of these right? things, but instead it's like, I ordered these things and look at them. Right. Are they great? Uh, yeah. Uh. And then like every now and then he tries to modify one for something else. Right. Yeah. And it's like, Oh God. And there's certain scenes kind of like, the boogity footprints of I can sell these yeah. as if like he is the owner of this store yeah. and just found a new product that he can market. Right. But when you really think about it uh, and the, the, the sequel establishes much better where it's like, no, there's a whole corporate and they're going to hire him for a district manager position yeah. and stuff, um, which oh, <laughs> pin on that one. I'm like, that never comes That's back in the episode. sequel either. <laughs> um, 
but it you start going like, no, there's an entire like line of like chain of command yeah. that you're gonna have to pitch these boogity footprints to. Uh. Um, so with all that said and done, they go to sleep. He also does his catchphrase in his sleep. Just kidding. Uh. Just kidding. Right, and you're like, I, if you I could stop? just murder one person, I know there's a lot of <laughs> options right now with the state of our country, but I still would pick him. I'd be like, the you actor? know what? This is the best benefit. No, the dad. <laughs> the dad. Like, if I had to pick one like fictional character to murder, it would be this dad. Balls. I'd have been like, am I kidding now? As I'm stabbing him in the gut, he's like, oh fuck! You're and I'm just like, stabbing, just going, just kidding. Just and I would cutting. I would only stab him in non-vital parts, so it was as long as painful as possible. <laughs> But the the knife that you found is like a trick. Oh knife. my god! And he's like, like god ha. damn it! He's like, in the grave. I just smash ah, his face ah. with a brick. <laughs> like still angry. Oh, it would make me so mad. Yeah, I would not be able to spend more than ten minutes with this family. Five minutes wouldn't be able to do it. Not <laughs> They're at all. the worst. They're nightmares. They're the worst. I, if I was Lucifer Falls, I would ban them from the yeah. town immediately upon arrival. So Gene Levy is right. Uh, he is right, and we'll, we'll get to Gene, uh, Eugene Levy. Uh, so now the mom wakes up because she's hungry. She gets like a full plate of food that's fully prepared for her out of the fridge. Oh, she was like, <laughs> I made an extra plate at dinner just in case I got hungry for dinner number two at 3 a.m. And then there's a tapping at the window. And, okay, I know you say the mom's annoying, but in this moment, I loved the mom. Oh, I okay. So there were like two moments in each movie where I was like, that was legitimately a good one. Yeah. And I think this might have been one of them. So the mom first like hears tapping and she goes, is that somebody tap, tap, tapping at my window pane? <laughs> right. And it goes on though, like this whole thing. Right. So she walks out the front door and there's Maid Marion, the ghost. Yeah. Right. And so like, this is another thing, guys, is that. All three of the ghosts are completely different colors, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. Boogity's other than green. to make sure that you can tell them apart, right? Because <laughs> we can't tell the difference between a woman, a wrinkly old man, and a child, right? Like <laughs> when you die, you get a, co- a color coordinated aura. There's three <laughs> options. Sorry, like, I'd be like, Fuck. they're the ones that show up on film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> lightning is yellow, possibly, just <laughs> depending on the scene. So um, she's standing out the front door just crying, right? And she's like, hey. Uh, <laughs> she goes, would you like to come in, uh, you know, for some coffee? And she just starts sobbing more. And I love that she goes, wait, it, I'm sorry, is coffee painful for you? Is is that is that a painful trigger thing in the ghost world? And then – and then, um, Maid Marian uh, goes on to describe that uh, he Boogity has prevented her or prohibited her to enter the house, right? In which Eloise gets on like some pedestal, being like, "Wait, what? He prevented you?" Yeah, I love that. <laughs> right? And then, like, yeah, women's rights. Uh, <laughs> she goes, "He prevented you? How dareth he?" Right, and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> like she needs to talk yeah. Maid Marian language. <laughs> uh, that was a good and one. Then, yeah, and then Maid Marian goes on to say, "The magic that keepeth he there keepeth me out." <laughs> and I was uh... like, "Yes, we are really going hard here." <laughs> <laughs> Balls to the walls on it. And so 
Eloise comes in, and I guess the next morning presents to the family being like, look, I talked to Maid Marian, down-ass chick. Yeah. <laughs> like, She's pretty sweet. Uh, doesn't have her kid, though. So. Right? So we kind of need to get her kid. Um, help her out. Yeah. Do you think... Um, we could kind of find the kid or maybe deal with this boogity situation. And so like everybody's like, yeah, we're on board. <laughs> right. But, um, and then, so another time in which I cannot, another episode in which I cannot fully establish the ground rules of what a ghost is, because this is a scene where the youngest boy is now downstairs wrestling with the child ghost, Jonathan, over the teddy bear that Jonathan stole earlier yeah. out of the rocking chair, right? And not only is he full on like I uh wrestling with a ghost, right? Like he's a physical entity, because let's be real, the act both actors were on the screen at the same yeah. time and they just drew an R around him. Um and then also the ghost shoots sparklers out of him while he's wrestling. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like if you touch a ghost, it has an allergic reaction. Yeah. But then also as the other little, uh, the, the middle child comes down and he's like, what's going on? And breaks it up. He like tries to touch him and he's like, ah, oh, you're like electric. And I'm like, what? You were just wrestling a nine volt battery. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what it's like. Yeah, but I didn't know ghosts were electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Uh-huh. You can feel it. It's electric. <laughs> That's what that song's about. Boogie, woogie, woogie. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Um, but also what bothers me is that, like, we're talking about electric ghosts that died in a time when <laughs> there was wasn't no electricity. Electric. Yeah. Um, so then all the family gangs up together the dad is holding a giant gag fly swatter yeah they go up to the glowy room and then they open it up and it turns out that it's just a hanging light bulb that's green <laughs> and he's like he tricked us i'm like what so we live can in a change world... lights <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we live in a world in which he went to the hardware store got one of those colored light bulbs came back installed it I had it when I was uh, in like middle school. I got one of those colored light bulbs. I was like, I bet this will be cool. But it was one of those colored light bulbs that also has like gel on it to give it like a funky shape. Ew, and it like was like the, the fire, like the the red flame. But it was a blue one. I was okay. like, what am I doing? And it had like goopy, like it looked like a jackfruit. Do you know yeah. what a jackfruit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looked like a jackfruit, but a blue version. And it was a light bulb. And it had no benefit. I never plugged it into anything. I was and it just also like, doesn't it feels glow as, yeah. as well as like the colored glass. Yeah, because <laughs> it's actually like, goop so on stupid. it. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely marketed that though to like, are you a weird kid? You'll love a light that's weird too. Right. And I was like, yeah, we will. <laughs> right. use it Only as a... at Spencer's yeah. Gifts. I know. Basically, <laughs> still there. Yeah. <laughs> still selling it. Gathering um, dust. So now they're all down in the living room. And Boogity uh, appears for the first time dressed as Emperor Palpatine. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's got a cloak over his head, uh, and he starts shooting green lightning. That's literally maybe the only difference between him and Palpatine. They have the same face. They have the same cloak. um, And lightning shoots out of the fingers, but one is blue, one, and Boogity's is green. 
mm-hmm. right? Boogity is zapping everything in the room to make it like earthquake, and he shocks the dad, the mom, and Jennifer all into having like like they they touched a Tesla coil. Yeah. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. right. And he's like, all right, you don't want to talk. No big deal. Like, not there's there's no stakes. Like, yeah. the dad is just so. And that's the thing is like, like he, what if it tried to kill you? Right. The dad is like, OK, the um, dad has can two we get levels. Like 10 minutes. And and one of those levels is not fully appropriate for the scenes that he's acting in. Yeah. One is like. I'm just a cool guy, you know, no big deal. Nothing's Whatever. happening. The other one is like, <laughs> just kidding. And then there's not a third in which is like, don't hurt my family. <laughs> yeah. He does not care about anyone else's lives. Right. Um, he's so just like, open. yo, boogity. This is our house, not your house, you know, stuff like that. So, um, then I don't know the, the middle child, right. He grabs a fireplace shovel and uh it's going to beat Boogity? Boog yeah, I guess, right? But I guess the boys are smart enough to know being like, "Hey, I was wrestling a ghost earlier. I guess I could just smack the shit out of him with this shovel." And Boogity's like, "Boogity!" and zaps the shovel and then it inflates and and yeah. instead of just letting go of the shovel, the boy like as all dumb kids do with, like, balloons that are going to, like, take them, uh, like, that joke. I thought he said something along the lines of, like, I can't let go. Oh, I can't let did? go. Okay. I don't know. Could I have, don't but, know. Yeah. but so the dad <laughs> tries to go and rescue him. Ladder. And grabs a ladder. It's like the ceilings are not, like, vaulted ceilings. <laughs> yeah, it's a normal room. Grab just li- grab his foot. He's right there. <laughs> it's all just so that we yeah. can have the joke of he starts the first step in the ladder and boogity zaps the ladder boogity yeah it's like and start burping you'll like, oh, come down i'm climbing endlessly the same steps of a ladder right like it's a stairmaster and then i i don't know what's going on with the mom and jennifer at this point are they like still frozen i think they're like paralyzed they, i guess i don't know but i don't know why carlton wouldn't be too yeah how he got that, out of that. that was unclear i think they were just like not helping then. yeah they were but, both scared. But then uh, Ari, the littlest, decides he's going to grab that shop vac, which... Now, all of a sudden, is a real vacuum. Is a real vacuum, too? Yeah. So, like, when you buy this vacuum at the store, do you have to pay the shop vac price plus the yeah. additional, like, things that have been added onto it? You know? <laughs> is it like a <laughs> conversion van? Where it's like, you buy for the price of the van, 20 grand, and then you, like, an extra 10 for all the stuff in the bag. Yeah. You know, uh, it doesn't make any sense that now it works like a real vacuum and they suck up Boogity's cloak, which makes him disappear into a bunch of spots like you like looked into. <laughs> looked it's like into you a threw light. like eight, eight, uh, eight pebbles into a pond that was <laughs> yeah. super still. It looks like that, like, woo, but green. Yeah. And then that's it everybody's not possessed or like nothing's going on and they're like all right we did it and they walk away and he's like and then out of nowhere carlton doubles down and is like and (laughs) right there's no such things as ghosts and i'm like what the like i know there's a line right after this but immediately i was like what are you talking about (laughs) you just went through this you saw a child get reunited with his mom oh that's right there's so that's right i forgot so Jonathan and Maid Marian have now turned pure white instead of uh, pink and blue. When you're in limbo, you're assigned a color. 
<laughs> it's a filing system yeah. for ghosts just to know like what your deal is you're like, where you're gonna go limbo green is bad limbo yellow is adult limbo blue, blue is, is for child when you're sickly yeah. Yeah. and sneezing all the time <laughs> uh, that's another weird thing they don't really establish why he's, he's all sneezy. sneezy maybe they like or each maybe person represents a, a different uh dwarf I don't know, but it's also pilgrim times. Maybe yeah. he was just like he probably was, was on his way out. He was like, "I'm maybe gonna he, kill your son." Maybe the kid died of a cold. Him... Yeah, right. Like under Boogity's care, and then they all thought, "See, that would have been <laughs> I don't a better know how to story." Take care of a child. They, like, like he didn't know he was sick, and then oh, he got back, or, and then the kid oh, died. Oh, yeah. Maybe and they thought he killed him, but he's like, "No, the kid was just sick." I, I swear, all the other kids were dying too. I was trying to use too. my cloak, and it yeah. exploded. <laughs> I was, I was trying to kill. It's all there. I was trying to cure the common cold. Gotta read between the lines. <laughs> I was trying to make yeah. my quill. <laughs> what is penicillin? That's I why wish I I'm knew. Green now. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and I taste terrible. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh yeah, he's like, "Good thing there are no such thing as ghosts." And they start to and, walk away, and the vacuum's like, "You wanna bet?" <laughs> right. And then everybody turns around, like, "What the fuck?" Right, and then he's like, "Just kidding, just kidding." <laughs> uh, he was turned... covering up for boogity. He was what? Yes, white, right? What is this? Uh, what God. is this? And then he turns around, and the like the pop up vacuum, which oh by the way, like the pop up clown inside the vacuum is holding the cloak, and then oh yeah, it's like and I got then it for you, Carlton. Is it Carlton? <laughs> Am I getting it right? Uh, grabs it and just goes boogity boo right and like flaps it and then it disappears how does he know to do that lucky guess <laughs> like, I guess I don't know and, 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 I mean at this point but also where did it go it just evaporated and we'll find out where it went in the next oh, one oh yeah that's true right but it just evaporates yeah. and then they're like well our job is done here and yeah and then the, the thing says want to bet and then he says, just kidding. The family walks away. And then Carlton, um, Carlton's the dad. Yeah. Yeah. So Carlton didn't do the cape flip. The middle son did. Um, and then the the dad pushes the family kind of like, let's go, right? And then turns around to look at the, the, the clown who just said, you want to bet? And then it winks at him. And then Carlton's like shocked as if he's never seen a ghost before in his life. You've been through this. (laughs) And then it freezes on him and that's the end of the movie. Thank God. But this is insanity. Oh, it is. It's a fever dream. And I I mean, to be fair. All right. So I screened this for a bunch of coworkers uh, the other night. Right. Mm, Just to see if it held up, if it was good enough for us to even do it as an episode. Right. And uh, everybody enjoyed themselves. We're all making fun of it the whole time, right? So I was like, yes, okay, great. Um, And this is where I was going to say with this is, um, uh, one, your rating system. What do you got? I'm torn between a two and a three. Okay. Because I'm like... It's not great, but it's got some to there's, it. But it's also like there, right? the quality of the movie sucks because it's so old. It's like it's old and it was an episode on TV. Oh, so yeah, it's like it didn't even matter. This was a VHS, like just like recorded copy. You can't find it in places. Yeah. So it's just like, I uh, just. Apparently there is a from Disney uh, DVD version like uh, available. Oh. And that crystal clear, well, not crystal clear, but DVD quality at least 
is rentable on YouTube. Oh, right. Well, so if care. you want to get the clear yeah. version, but, but even if then, you want this like kind of VHS sketchy version, it's on our YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, until they find it and take it down. <laughs> so uh, if you're hearing this later on and it's not there, sorry, it's not my fault because I tried. Um, but for me, yeah, there's a nostalgic factor. Like I watched this on. Uh, there was this was the wonderful world of uh, of color, but also. It then in later years got ported over to uh, – do you remember like late 80s, early 90s, uh, Mickey's Halloween Treat? Uh, Disney's Halloween Treat. I didn't have cable till I was like 10 or 11, so like oh, 2000s. Okay. It was definitely on the Disney Channel and uh, even had a theme song. It was like uh, Disney's Halloween Treat, like that. Sure, I'll right? take your word for it. It sounds like anything that we're playing yeah, in the park right now. I know. You know, like we haven't we haven't tried real hard. Let me. Tell we you. really don't. Like, <laughs> Halloween is like whatever. They'll show up. We know it, right? Oh god. Put a bat on it. Great. <laughs> it's so true. Um, but yeah. So it was this thing, and uh, Mickey's Halloween treat just would show like all the car- old all the old Halloween cartoons that we play at Lincoln Theater. It would show. Um, uh, Ichabod and Mr. Uh, Crane mm-hmm. or, you know, the, yeah. Uh, and Mr. Toad, like, uh, but it would only show the, the hell portions of the Toad one, but it yeah. would show the whole Headless Horseman episode. Uh, not to mention like this and the worst witch with Tim Curry yeah. and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff like that. And so like this definitely has a place somewhere in my heart. Like I can't denounce it fully. Uh, as soon as the the credit like the opening song came on, I even remembered the ooh, oh, gosh. right like everything about it that and like I always thought he looked like Emperor Palpatine. Like these jokes are thirty years old to me. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm pulling up jokes that I had as a kid. Ah. You know. Uh, so yes, there is a huge nostalgic factor, and I'm gonna do Jaws too. Okay. You know. Um, Understandable. Uh, for anybody who this is your first episode tuning into us, uh, probably some new Boogity or Disney fans out there, um, our rating system goes from Jaws to Jaws the Revenge. So it's it's basically like four stars to one star if you really want to think about it. Um, so there's that. Now, would you recommend this? No. No. You've got better ways to spend 40 minutes. Okay. I was going to say yes on this one. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, and the reason for it is that I I think that there are key pieces of Disney history that we seem to sweep under the carpet, right? That it's like, well, they're still part of history, and we should acknowledge it, even if it's bad and quirky. Like, I would love... I mean, I, yeah, but it's also like, it's just like, well, it's just boring part yeah. of history. Yeah. No, I just mean like, for example... I am very confused to this day why we as a park on Halloween don't acknowledge, like, the Black Cauldron. Yeah. You know? Then again, we know a little bit of insight there, and we know that everybody's quite complacent with whatever we did 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, why, well, why Why? change anything? Exactly. You know? they're, still paying, they're still paying $115 for a ticket. Why mm. not? Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? Like, oh, yeah. so, but uh, to me, where 
like what two years ago i know we're going on a disney rant here but like those who are new and listening and are tuning in for the disney portion like here you go you get a little bit of inside perspective without spoiling anything but like my perspective is that like two years ago was it that we added the uh parade was it two now yes okay so we added a brand new parade right which i thought was fairly impressive the floats are a little tiny but like we we worked with what we had right and then nothing's really been added since, right? Yeah. So, like, to me, you look at all the other offerings in Southern California. You look at Universal, Knott's, Queen Mary, all those. They're continuing, like, every year changing one of their mazes at least, yeah. right? And you're right about this resting on our laurels thing. Oh, like, yeah. Um, There are people that I helped, like I got like a, a cast member discounted ticket, so they wanted because they wanted to see this new parade, they wanted to see the fireworks stuff like that, right? Then I asked him again this year. It was like, hey, do you want to do it again? It was like, no, nah, I already saw it. We're good. Yeah, you know, because they're not doing anything additional. And this is where I'm like, why aren't we tapping into the Black Cauldron? Yeah. Why aren't we tapping into Boogity? Even even just for like a one night only, be like, do you remember this? Like, yeah. is it even worth it? Like, you know, just something, anything like that. Um, I I think that I I think tapping into people's nostalgia is it works well for Disney. And I don't think that they capitalize on it enough. Not enough, but they also capitalize on the stuff that um, is gonna catch the biggest crowd. Sure. So a TV but what's the movie, latest thing that, like something, something came out of out of like retirement that we hadn't touched or like brought out for a long time. What? I can't remember what it was. Something where it was just like, oh my god, they're bringing that back to the park or something. Maybe it was a villain that I hadn't seen in a long time. I know, like when like. Hades and like that. I don't. I I still don't understand why the the Pocahontas villain comes out. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's not awful. that scary. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's just like I'm scary, right? I'm gonna <laughs> steal your I land. I don't know if we added anything. Villains I know they wise? added this year on the parade. They added Vampirina, which is the Disney Junior like that's awful little girl. But she's not scary. She's just a vampire, right? Which also like. What is going on there? I don't know. <laughs> it's all off the rails. Uh, yo, you guys seen Vampirina? Yeah, and like <laughs> she's literally the last thing you see as the float is leaving. Well, it used to be Miss Piggy, because and that didn't make any sense either. <laughs> yeah. Why is Miss Piggy in this parade? <laughs> I would love it. Um. So yeah, that's my perspective on like why aren't things, and it ties back to Boogity. Mm -hmm. Like maybe not Boogity specifically, yeah. but. I mean, here we are, and I've seen a lot of people, like, in the past week or two reference Boogity on other Twitter accounts and things that I follow. Um, there is – there's there's a love for this, even if we don't want to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, bring it back, you know? Or find – how cool would it be if somebody was, like, Judge Doom? Yeah. Right? He has, like – the it's, like – it's a face character, but he has like the wide eyes, and maybe he has like one of his cartoon hand attachments and stuff. That'd be scary as hell, right? Or the knife eyes. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I talk like this. Oh. <laughs> Lord. Anyway, that's how that goes. Um, so this is how we felt about it, but um, there's somebody out there uh, that felt a different way, and we asked for those people to give us five. 
These are five-star reviews uh, from IMDb, which is 10 on IMDb, or five on Amazon. Uh, you only were able to find one this week. Yeah. Right? Well, okay. everything was just kind of like, I loved this at the time. Okay. Um, so, all right, here we go. <laughs> this was written by Jurassic Park Chick 21. So you wrote this, didn't no, you? No, <laughs> I didn't. But this is a good one. Uh, this one's rich. No, wait. This is for the second one. Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. That one's held for the second one. Okay. Join us next The first week. one. Okay. So when we found these reviews, mind you guys, uh, also, if you're listening to this one, you can carry over if you have any memories of Bride of Boogity because we're going to – that, yeah. that's the next episode and we're going to be doing that as well. Uh, Most people though, like no matter which episode you were on because it's technically all like under Because the reviews, reviews. – it's, it's a double DVD. And well, on IMDb, it's yeah. it's broken up between. I went to both episodes, but most people are like, I loved both of these growing up. Sure, like even you though you were on different ones, one, yeah, people usually just tied them together. Two hour and fifteen movie, I guess. Yeah, uh, because that's right. You know, the sequel pretty much just picks up like a week after. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this one is written by Marie Wood, forty seven, uh, back in two thousand six, titled "These Are Two Good Movie for a Family Kids." We'll enjoy it, and so will the rest of the family. <laughs> Once again, the title is, These are two good movie yes. for a family kids. We'll enjoy it, and so will the rest of the family. No punctuation, pluralization where there shouldn't be. It's my favorite thing I, to make you read these ones. Oh, I hate you so much. Because this feel guy like capitalizes every other word or almost all words. Okay. As I, I, I try to read them as I imagine that they would actually be speaking out loud. Here we go. This is a great movie, and so is Bride of Boogity. Would love to have them on DVD. If anyone knows where I can get them, thank you, and they should put it on TV again. This is a great movie for a family to share at Halloween time. I watched with my kids when it first came out, and we still talk about it. My son was only two when this came out, and my daughters were four, six, and ten. We all watched and just loved it. I wish Disney would put it on again. I know others would enjoy it. This and the Halloween Town movies are something for the family to watch. Scary, but not too scary. They should have more movies like this for the family to share together. That wasn't too bad. No, but it was just his like all over the place, like zero punctuation. And he also really wants Disney to bring it back. Yeah, I didn't really pause on purpose because there was no punctuation. But other than that, yeah. like that wasn't too bad. You were just trying to torture me. Oh, yeah. That one was all for you because nah. all the rest of their views are basically the same thing. as like, I love this as a kid, sure. but I haven't seen it since. Sure. And as did I. Yeah. Um, and now that I've seen it. I think I'm good for another 30 years. Yeah. Uh, so that just about does it for us. Uh, like we said in the beginning, please, uh, if you haven't bought those tickets for Despa and you're in the Southern California area, please join us this Thursday, October 25th, 2018, for Death Spa at the Frida Cinema. It is the full hilarious 80s um, horror movie. It is us doing what we do live in front of an audience with a special guest. Uh, it is a full-on Halloween costume party, and it is all for you, the fans, and the listeners out there. Because um, for some reason, I 
put you in two different categories. <laughs> <laughs> there's listeners and then there's fans. So please buy those tickets. They're still available. www.thefreedacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. Um, also, if this is your first time listening and you really liked what you, he- you heard, there are 80 episodes now available uh, on your favorite streaming app. Rate, um, review, subscribe, five absolutely. stars. Thank you. Please and thank you. Uh, and you can also follow us on social networking so you can find out what our next live shows are going to be. You can actually ask for us in maybe a different town. You could get the buzz going at a different town. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'll go to someplace cool. <laughs> like I was like, wait a minute, don't say Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Birmingham. It's like I don't want to go there again. Um oh, no. but yes, and you can follow us uh on all social media at Bombs Away Show. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bombs Away Show. Uh that you can also write to us uh with a more personalized message, uh contact at bombsawayshow.com. That's our email. And uh that just about does it for us. Uh you got anything to add? I'm Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. This is Jarrett with Bombs Away Podcast. I'm here at the Frida Cinema, once again recording for your all's pleasure. Frida Cinema, that sounds pretty familiar. Oh yeah, it's because we bring it up so much. It's where we live, it's where we record. Now, you may know of the Frida Cinema, but you may not know enough about the Frida Cinema. So the Frida Cinema is a program of the Long Beach Cinematique, and it's located in Santa Ana in Southern California. It services neighboring communities as a nonprofit art house cinema dedicated to educating, connecting, and enriching communities through the art of cinema. It is a pretty amazing experience, but how do they do that? Well, one of the ways they do that is with shadow casting. So shadow casting, if you don't know, is whenever they have a cast below the screen acting out the movie as the film is projected behind them which is pretty neat, but that's not all. They also get audience participation, so you feel like you're part of the film, that you have that amazing, enriching experience. Some of the films that we do shadow cast with are Little Shop of Horrors, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Repo the Genetic Opera, and The Forbidden Zone. That was the last time you heard of The Forbidden Zone. Am I right, ladies? Other things that we do, if you're not into shadow cast, but you love that audience participation, um, our special events. We've done Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and it was a lights and sound spectacular. And there were also words along the bottom of the screen that helped you know when to participate in the film. And maybe you just want to watch a film, which is okay, because the Frida Cinema does show films. But maybe you want to watch a film in a different atmosphere. Well, the Frida Cinema has rooftop showings. Some of the films that have shown on our rooftop are the most recent Beauty and the Beast, or Ghostbusters, and Jurassic Park. One of the cool things that happened with Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park is we actually had guests. For instance, Jurassic Park had the guest of the Jeep Wrangler, you know, that nice tan and red Jeep that we see 
just driving all around that park. It's an amazing photo opportunity, and it's something you get to brag about to your friends and post on that Instagram. If you want more information about the Showtime's location and everything film and entertainment related to the Frida Cinema, just go to www.thefridacinema.org. You can also follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema, and on Instagram and Twitter at thefridacinema. The Frida Cinema, for the filmmakers, the filmgoers, and for you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? <laughs>